Hey, what's up, everybody? Paflin here, and welcome to episode 921 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question today from Amy, but before we get to her question, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is Zip Recruiter. You know, if you're hiring anybody, it can be very difficult to find the right candidates and also kind of time-consuming and just frustrating because there's so many different job sites out there that you can post your job description at. But what Zip Recruiter does is it just gives you one place to put a job description and then it does the hunting for you. So with a single click, you can have your job description be sent to over 100 different job sites, including social media sites, and you can find and screen the best candidates. You can use their interface so that you don't have to worry about emails or cold calls coming in, Nothing, none of that stuff. It's all right there within ZipRecruiter. And what's really cool is for Ask Pat listeners, you can try it out for free. So check it out for free today by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pat. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash Pat. All right, now here's today's question from Amy. Hi, Pat. This is Amy Matthews with Reveal My Voice. I'm a classically trained singer, voice teacher, and speaking coach who has been helping singers and speakers reveal their true voices for over 17 years. A few years ago, after becoming weary of the unsteady stream of income and having three children to take care of, I hung up my hat as a voice teacher because I just couldn't find a way to make the one-on-one private voice lesson business model work for me and my family. However, over the past few months of listening to your podcast, as well as a few others about building an online business, I am now taking a wonderful course about creating online courses and have been faithfully getting up at 4 a.m. every day of the week to work on creating my own online vocal course for adult singers. I was just about near completion of writing out my course content when I listened to your podcast with Clay Collins of Lead Pages a couple weeks ago, and he talked about doing the one thing and really just focusing on building the following of 2,000 fans first and foremost. This resonated with me because even though I've been teaching for a number of years here locally where I live, I do not have a huge online following, and I'm just now really learning the nuts and bolts of list building and email sequencing and all the ins and outs of building a business. But I am really confused about what comes first. If I try to build the following but have no content, how are people going to care enough to follow me? If you were me and you really wanted to get this course out, but you realized you also really needed a list to sell it to, what would you focus on first? Would you stop in your tracks in the course creation process and just start focusing on list building, even though I don't really have any content yet? Or would you finish creating the course all the way to slide decks and filming videos and hosting the course on a platform and then try to spend a couple months drumming up a list and teasing the course content before I actually launch? I'm only one person with one budget and three small children, and summer's approaching, which means I only have a few short weeks left before kids are out of school for me to focus on what matters most. I just really want to be headed down the right path now and not spinning wheels unnecessarily. The other option I have recently thought of is just finishing up the written content, using it in blog posts, or doing consistent YouTube submissions once or twice a week, 
and start to build a following that way. And then, and only then, after I start to know my audience, I can go back into my course creation and begin tweaking and editing and really adjusting it to fit the needs of my list based on my um, correspondence with them. So what do you think? I know this is a long and loaded question, but I really, really just would appreciate if you could attempt to answer it. I know I can't be the only one out there wondering what in the world to do first. Hey, Amy, thank you so much for the question today. I appreciate it so much. And it's not a loaded question. It's a legit question. A little bit long, but no, I'm just kidding. Very, very great question. And I think it's going to help a lot of people. So you've gotten started with your course outline. I think that's important to know about, and I would actually continue with that specifically before you move on to the next step since you've started it. I always tell my son, you know, hey, if you start something and there's, you could see the end of the finish line, like just just finish it so that you can, you know, move ahead. And what, why I say that for, for you, Amy, is because that course outline essentially becomes your prototype that you can then use in discussions that you have with the correspondence and the email list that you begin to build to make sure that it is something that they're interested in. And if not, well, it's very easy to tweak versus, okay, taking that outline, building out a course, creating a host and you know platform and creating videos and all these things, and then finding an audience to go through it. First of all, it's gonna be a lot more difficult. You're gonna be tired. And what if they want something different or they have some suggestions on how you can make the course better? Instead of building the course first, I would say build the course with your initial set of students but use the course outline to get people interested in the course that you have to offer. So you said it perfectly there, close to the end, Amy, and that is, you know, take what you have now, finish the outline, but don't build out the course yet. Focus on generating content, potentially lightly touching on those subjects, and, you know, really providing a lot of value through the topics that are already gonna be in your course, but putting them freely on YouTube uh, and putting them on blogs, using them as, you know, guest posts on other sites or perhaps... Uh, starting a podcast or going and becoming a guest on other people's podcasts, start to build that audience and start to build interest from there. And you can utilize some of that information even more to start building an email list and start actually collecting those names so that you can then, like you said, have those conversations with people. And some of those conversations can be, hey, you know, what what do you need the, the most help with? So that maybe this course that you have in your head is actually too much. Maybe most people who tend to follow you are going to follow you because they just have pitch problems. Or, you know, I'm just thinking of the singing lessons that I've taken in the past, and that was one thing I had, is I had a pitch problem. You know, Randy Johnson, hey, you're kind of pitchy. That's from American Idol. But anyway, uh, maybe it's just that. And there could be a course specifically for that that you could offer, which hones in on a very specific pain versus creating this much more grand course that covers a, a bunch of different topics, which might be harder to convince people to go into. So it's gonna depend on who it is that tends to follow you. And what's really cool about that and going about that way first, you don't have to get to 2000. I think you know a lot of people were excited about that episode with Clay Collins. That was episode 263 of the SPI podcast. Um, but a lot of people are confused too because they're like, well, what, what should I do in the meantime while I'm building those 2000 emails? Now, I think will it fly in the validation process, kind of the things that I've just mentioned, is sort of like, the the ground before you step on that first ladder rung like he talks about that first ladder rung is okay build those 2000 contacts and start to build like a thousand dollar a month business and then the second rung is okay get into five figures and build your email list even more and just focus on one step on the ladder at a time but i feel like you need a ground or a foundation to put that ladder on and that is what this 
whole validation sequence is and that you know just those initial conversations with with just those initial subscribers or those initial contacts that's what that becomes and so that's that's what i would recommend so to sum it all up amy finish your course outline just so it's in your head and, and, and that it's done and it becomes a thing that you could offer as a point of conversation as something you could send to people who you know seem to have interest in what you have to offer. Now, you don't even need blog content to gain interest, by the way. You don't even need to put things out there. You could essentially use the network you have to just say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna be doing this. I'm gonna be talking a lot more about uh, these things online and if you're interested in hearing more about these things as I create them, let me know what your email address is and I'll make sure to send you this information as it comes up. This is a very, very manual, very uh, real way to build an email list, which doesn't even utilize an email service provider at first. If you want a little bit more information on how to do that, the manual reach out and what to say and email scripts and those sorts of things, uh, you can go to 100emails.com, any of you, and you can sign up for my 72-hour 100 email list building challenge uh and so you can go there 100 emails.com that's the number 100 emails.com and you can go through that challenge i'm going to send you one email per day to help you through the process of building up to 100 and you can use even that list amy to start to reach out and say hey you know what i'm thinking of creating this course here's the outline which parts of it seem to be most interesting to you or does this seem like something that would be right up your alley you know there's a lot of conversations you can have just around that so anyway that's what i would say amy let me know if you need more clarification on that reach out to me via email, and I uh, just want to thank you for this question. I really appreciate it. Amy, I also want to send you an ASPAT t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. And for those of you listening, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show as well, just head on over to askpat.com, and you can ask right there on that page. Thanks so much. I appreciate you. And here's a quote to finish off the day by Henry Ford, and that is, anyone who stops learning is old, whether at 20 or 80. Anyone who keeps learning stays young. The greatest thing in life is to keep your mind young. Love that. Always keep learning, guys. But I would say keep learning about the things that are relevant to you that are about the next task that you need help finishing. That's the Pat Flynn quote. Inspired by Jeremy Franson. Anyway, thank you, guys. I appreciate you. And I'll see you the next episode. Bye for now.